So many people focus on the big goals and milestones, but then neglect the energy that they put behind their little day-to-day decisions. And I actually believe that it is our behaviors behind closed doors on a day-to-day basis that is the most important because our sense of self and our long-term results is derived from what we do consistently, not just what we do once in a while. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Aligned Performance Podcast. My name is Trang, your host for the show, and on this podcast, I share stories and practical advice to teach and empower you to create your most aligned life of purpose and potential, however that looks, whether it is developing your mindset for more resilience and deep-rooted confidence, whether it is stepping up in your career developing high-performance habits in your personal or professional life, pivoting careers or building your dream business, whatever it is for you to thrive at the highest level in your life so that you can express your best and create ripples of positive impact in the world around you. In today's episode, I am sharing with you my experience of a whole year of cold showers. Why did I do it? What have I learned from it? And how can you step into discipline in your day-to-day rituals? Before I get into that, I want to mention, we are now in the second half of 2023. And because of that, I have a couple of spots of mentoring open up. One-on-one mentoring is the most intimate way that we can work together. I walk alongside you on your journey towards your outcomes and guide you intimately give you any support and accountability that you need and push you to create a reality that you previously never thought that you could achieve. So if you are someone who is hungry to step up to a whole new dimension in the second half of this year, whether it's in your personal life, whether it is in your career or starting a business, then this is for you. If you resonate with what I talk about in this podcast, then this is for you. So click the link in the podcast show notes and apply for one-on-one mentoring. There isn't any obligations. It's simply a chance for us to get to know each other and see if we're even an aligned fit to work together. So apply in that link and I look forward to chatting with you on the inside. Now to today's episode, one year of cold showers. Last year, On July 16, I decided that I was going to start having cold showers instead of hot showers. I started and have not stopped since. So every morning after I do my morning routine, I do my exercise, I will have a cold shower. And I have done that whether it's been hot or cold or wet, whatever it is, I have had cold showers. I can count on just one hand the amount of hot showers I've had over the last year. And I remember one of them was after I'd gone for an overnight hike, a two-day hike, camped overnight, didn't even have a shower, was cold, was dirty, was exhausted after a two-day hike. And then I had a cold shower that day. Oh, sorry, a hot shower that day. I remember one other time I had a hot shower was like after I'd been partying, climbed back home at 5 a.m. in the morning, needed to get clean and just like wasn't in the headspace for a cold shower. Um, So I've had a handful of hot showers over the last 12 months, but I can count on one hand how many hot showers I've had and the rest have been cold. 
And this is something that I started because I wanted to challenge myself. If you uh, have been following me for a while, you know that a few years ago, I was participating in triathlons. So triathlons, which is three sports in one, running, swimming, and cycling, cycling, it's quite grueling. And I was doing it as a serious hobby. So there was a point where I was training two hours a day, you know, 15 hours a week. I was training relentlessly for um, the, the, on the, the season of racing. And then I'd go into an off season where I would go back into maintenance training, but still doing large volumes because it's an endurance sport. So I've been in a place for a few years in my life where I was really challenging myself physically. And then after I retired from triathlon, I started to focus more on my mental and emotional development as a coach, as a mentor, as a person. So then I started to drop back on my physical demands and I just started exercising rather than training for something that was competitive. Now, last year, mid last year, about 12 months ago, um, it had been about a year and a half since I had done anything really difficult that would stretch me physically. And I thought, you know what, what's a really good way to challenge myself physically and mentally and would benefit me in so many ways on a day-to-day basis? Cold showers. It's something that I had done before, but I had never really stuck to it for long enough. And yes, there are physical benefits to having cold showers. Like it's great for your hair, your skin, your circulation, you know, fat burning. But that wasn't the main reason why I wanted to do this. The main reason why I wanted to challenge myself physically and do something hard every single day was purely because of my self-worth and my self-respect. And this is something that I share a lot in my mentoring with clients. Like, yes, a big part of what I help my clients with is business, but I will never just teach about business and neglect every other part of who we are as a human being. Because business, especially in service-based businesses, is simply a reflection of us and who we are. So I'm really big on comprehensive development of how we think and how we act first and foremost, and then strategizing in the business so that it is a reflection of who we are. It is the byproduct of who we are. So I talk a lot about this with my clients when it comes to doing hard things on a daily basis, having discipline, having rituals in our day to day. Because it comes down to how much do you respect yourself? Like, you know how if you look at someone who's achieved a lot of things, they've done hard things, you respect them more, right? You just naturally will look up to them more. Well, the same goes for ourselves. You know, if we do hard things, then we are going to respect ourselves more. We're going to see ourselves in a greater light, We're going to feel more worthy. We're going to have more self-worth. And that is actually a practice of self-care. Like self-care isn't just having nice bubble baths and going for a massage. It's actually practicing discipline and doing hard things when we need to and when we decide to. 
Because when we do that, then we'll have more self-respect, we'll have more self-worth. And that is the truest form of self-care that you can have. And then of course, that then translates into every other aspect of our life. Because what we're really talking about here, you know, our, our rituals, having discipline in our day-to-day um, uh, routines, essentially we're talking about personal mastery. Personal mastery. And this is such, actually, this is a really important thing to touch on. Personal mastery is one of the most important things that I believe we should focus on before anything else. Because so many of us focus on the big goals and milestones in our life, but then neglect the energy that we put behind our little day-to-day decisions. But I actually believe that it is our day-to-day decisions and behaviors behind closed doors where no one else is watching that is the most important. Because who we are, as in how we see ourselves, right? Like our sense of self and the results that we achieve in the long term are dictated by what we do constantly, not just what we do here and there. So what we are constantly doing every single day, like the way that we show up, our unconscious mind is always observing. And if we are constantly breaking promises to ourselves, if we are constantly playing the role of the lazy person or the procrastinator, then that is how we're going to see ourselves. And where's and then we wonder why we lack self-worth and self-respect and why we, you know, hate ourselves. And once we have that relationship with ourselves, then no wonder we're not doing the things that we need to and having the empowerment to achieve the big things that we want to. So personal mastery, the little things behind closed doors, I believe is the most important. Because if we can't even master ourselves, which is the one thing that we have true control over, you know, our own mind, our own decisions, our own behaviors, if we can't even master ourselves, then what are we going to master in our life when other achievements and bigger pursuits have so many other confounding factors that are out of our control? If we can't even master the one thing that we have full control over, how are we going to master anything else in our life? So I really do believe that personal mastery is extremely important. It's the thing that we should be focusing on mastering first. And as an adult, if we haven't even mastered ourselves, then what are we doing? Like I know this might sound a bit rough, but that's kind of the theme of this particular episode, you know, talking about discipline, talking about rituals, talking about um, personal mastery. Like if we can't even have agency and dominion over our own mind and the behaviors that we partake in day to day, then what are we doing? As adults, what are we doing? So that is why I started my cold showers. And then, you know, at the start, it was pretty damn difficult. I'm not going to lie because it was winter when I when I started. It was July last year, winter in Melbourne. It was freezing, but I was like, you know what? I've made a decision 
this is important to me for all the reasons that I just laid out. I need to keep up with this. And then after a while, I actually started to notice that it got easier, like in multiple ways. So in the long term, you know, the, the first week or two was quite, it was quite rough. But then the third week, the fourth week, the fifth week of cold showers started to get easier. And then as the weather changed and we went into spring and summer, it became even easier because I already had done a whole season of winter of cold showers. So I'd done the hard yards and then now it just wasn't so hard anymore to have a cold shower. And by the way, when I say cold shower, what I am doing is I'm going into the shower, I'm standing under the water hose, I've got the tap on the coldest setting that it can be, I turn it all the way up and I let the cold water hit my face and hit my body. So yeah, the first few seconds, (laughs) oh, like I, I... like I've, I've gotten to the point where I'm able to control my breathing, but initially I'd be hyperventilating. Like I couldn't catch my breath and like, I'd feel like it was a shock go through shock that would go through my whole body. Um, so it's, it's like all or nothing. The whole shower that I have is in cold water and it's as cold as it can get back in Melbourne. Now that I'm in Bali, okay. The water is barely cold, but I'm still only having cold water during my showers. Um, so yeah, I noticed that it got easier, you know, like after the first few weeks, it started to feel easier. It didn't take so much, uh, mental, um, like mental hyping up to get in under the cold shower. I would just do it and I wouldn't have so much self-negotiation and procrastination standing in the shower waiting for like, just like counting myself down to turn on the, the water, um, that started to dissipate until it got to the point where it's just what I would do. Like I would get into the shower. I wouldn't even think about it. I'd just take a deep breath in, turn on the water or cold, slowly let my breath out in order to control my breathing rate, which is really important when it comes to um, having physiological uh, kind of control to like prevent the hyperventilation and to not get my heart rate up too much. And then I would like slowly uh, focus on my breathing for the first 10 to 20 seconds of the cold shower. So yeah, it just it just became easier over time until now, honestly, like, I mean, yes, once again, I'm in Bali, so I know the water's barely cold because it's in the tropics. So the water, like it's hot, the, the, the temperature is hot. So then of course the water that's in the pipes is not going to be as cold as if the uh, climate was cold. Um, So yeah, it's gotten easier, but also like in the moment as well, you know, during the cold shower, the first 10 to 20 seconds were always the hardest and is always the hardest. Um, The first minute is, you know, uncomfortable, but then after the second or third minute, it just becomes like comfortable, you could say. It, the, the body adapts and it just starts to feel like normal. Maybe it's because the body's now numb. Maybe it's because the body systems have regulated itself. Um, But it doesn't even feel that uncomfortable anymore. Uh, It it just feels, you know, normal. So it goes from being like unbearably cold to uncomfortable to being normal within a few minutes each time I get in for that shower. 
So what, uh, what I've taken from this is real life experience of how hard things always get easier. They always get easier in the moment and then they get easier in the long term when we practice it regularly enough as well. So this goes for any other daily practice, like whether it's waking up early, whether it's exercising, you know, studying, journaling, meditating, um, doing work for the business that might be uncomfortable, such as creating social media content, like talking to the camera, um, doing outreach to get more leads and get more sales. Like everything that is hard gets easier over time. It just does because Newton's law, you know, what's, what sta- uh, what's in motion stays in motion, right? The hardest step is always getting into motion, getting started. But as soon as you start, whether it's exercising, whether it's, you know, getting up with the alarm, whether it's meditating, you know, once you get started, it, it just starts to flow. You get into that state of uh, flow. And then in the long term, when you do something regularly enough, then you know it becomes a habit. It doesn't take so much um, self-convincing to do anymore. It just becomes part of our lifestyle and uh, a, a subconscious practice each day. So I really want to emphasize how hard things aren't actually hard. Because when we do them for long enough, they get easier. They become normal. They become standard practice in our lives. So really, in order to create discipline, in order to have high performance and high standards in our life, yes, initially it does take the energy to bring that practice into a regular routine. But after that, it doesn't even take more effort. It doesn't even take that much more energy. And that's why, like, yeah, once I've reached one year of cold showers, like what's another year? What's another decade of cold showers? It's just like what I do now. It's just normal. It doesn't take any more effort than having hot showers now. And that's why high performance and achievement isn't necessarily hard. And this might sound like a big call, right? Like it might sound like a big claim, but I'm going to stand by this. Because yes, initially there is that effort and that energy, but so does procrastination. Like procrastination or snoozing the alarm or like, you know, catching up on work because we had fallen behind because we were so distracted. All of that takes energy and effort too. In fact, I would argue that it takes more energy and effort to procrastinate and to have that mental tug of war and to have that self-loathing. Like that takes so much energy. That is really draining. That takes more energy and effort than the initial period of implementing a high performance habit and then eventually allowing that high performance habit to become normal and to become uh, effortless. So (laughs) what I want to share with you and what I'd like to leave with you is in order for you to achieve high performance and to achieve personal mastery, it doesn't take that much effort ongoing. If, If I can do it, like I'm 
I'm not even kidding. Anyone can do it. Because I've had my times in the past where I could not get up with the alarm, no matter how hard I tried. Like I had times where waking up at 7am was such a struggle. And now I wake up between 5 and 6am effortlessly, you know, cold showers, doing my exercise, doing work on the business every day, like harmonizing all the different parts of my life and, and being able to show up and create a reality that fills me up and gives me joy. I need to have discipline to be able to have the business, to be able to also maybe start side projects, to also have a social life, to also look after my health, to also have my downtime. Like that takes discipline, that takes effort, but also it doesn't. (laughs) So if I can do it, you can too, because I have been there in the past where I've really struggled. I looked at other people doing things so effortlessly and I'm like how do they do it but now that I'm here I'm telling you it doesn't take that much because day to day it's just what we do anyway like everyone is making decisions and everyone is creating some effort or pain for themselves in one way or another. So it might as well be effort and pain that will lead to long-term fulfillment and long-term self-love and self-care and satisfaction and productivity and results, right? (laughs) It might as well. So how do you actually start? You know, if you are in a place where you're really struggling with the personal uh, autonomy, you keep breaking promises to yourself, you're in that vicious cycle where you just don't trust yourself anymore. Um, you, you don't even know how to get started. Then I want to share with you how you can break that cycle and get started. How I did it with the cold showers is I focused on that one thing. And that's what you should do too. Because when we focus on one thing, we'll be able to track it. We'll be able to put adequate levels of energy behind it to get it done versus if we try to do 10 things at once then our energy and our focus will be diluted so much that we'll just get distracted and there just won't be enough intention for something to happen like how what I often say and I know this might sound really full-on but imagine if you had a gun to your head then yeah you would put enough intention and energy behind anything that you need to do. So that might be having cold showers for for a month, Uh, might be exercising five times a week. It might be working on the business for uh, two hours each night after work. Like if you had a gun to your head, you would do it. And the only difference is because that gun is to your head, you would put enough intention and energy behind uh, getting it done. There's there's enough weight and meaning for that to get done. So it's not like you can't do it. You just need to put enough energy behind it. Um, So if you choose one thing, then you can put all of your energy and all of your focus on that one thing. So choose one thing. What is it that you want to change? What is it that you want to implement into your daily rituals? What is it that you need to be more disciplined with? What habit do you want to begin Choose one thing and then stick with it for 30 days. Now, there isn't any scientific reason for this 30 days, but it's just one month. Do it every day for a month. And 
create a, a, a checklist, create a bit of a streak so that there is enough weight and intention behind keeping up that streak. So just one thing. And the mindset is, this is the one thing that I'm committing to. And if there's anything that I do, anything that I achieve this day or this week, it's got to be this. And I'm going to do make sure that I do everything in my power to get it done. Even if it's like 11 p.m. at night and I've forgotten to do my journaling, well, you bet that the expectation is that you get out of bed, you turn on the light and you do your journaling. Like, Everything is banking on this one thing. And hold yourself accountable. Like keep this checklist, keep this streak and and remind yourself that you are the most important person in your life to be honoring. Like people will keep promises to other people ahead of themselves. But in my mind, that is the reverse way around you are the most important person to be honoring ahead of anyone else because if you can't even honor yourself then what does that what does that say about your relationship with yourself what does that say about your most innate levels of respect and beliefs around commitment and beliefs around following through with promises like that is the most raw demonstration of your belief systems So hold yourself accountable and treat this like it is, you know, a contract that you've made with your boss or, you know, it's something that it's like a promise that you've made with your mum. Treat it as seriously as that. And then once you finish 30 days and you complete your streak of 30 days, then you're ready for the next level. You're ready to start to stack more on top of this one thing. Maybe you want to introduce a new ritual into your day, a new habit. Maybe you want to change something that you have been, yeah, you, you want to change the way that you've been doing something. You want to be disciplined in a different way. And then you might decide that you continue doing this one thing as well as this other thing. So now you've got two things that you're doing, but after 30 days, the first thing that you've been doing should be more effortless anyway. So it shouldn't be taking that much mental, um, that much mental capacity. It shouldn't be this huge um, decision each day to be doing this anymore. It should be, okay, like this is what I do. I just do it. And it's more uh, just subconscious repetition at this point. But also maybe at this point you decide that you've completed your 30 days and you're going to stop doing it. And then you can do something else instead. And that's okay because we can't keep stacking every single habit into our morning routine or our nighttime routine. Otherwise, our morning routine will be like five hours long. And I've had clients who've had that before where they have been so uh, regimented with their discipline that it's actually backfired. And now their morning routine consists of yoga plus breath work plus meditation plus journaling plus like a run plus like reading and then they just can't fit all that in into like a one hour time slot before they need to get their kids ready for school. Um, But as long as you finished the time frame that you committed to, so 30 days, then you can make the decision to drop off that habit and you can be convicted in that decision with your head held high. So hopefully this episode has been practical and helpful for you that For me, one year of cold showers isn't about having 
better fat burning uh, capabilities or having better skin or hair. It's about my self-respect. It's about my self-worth. Because personal mastery is the one thing that we have full dominion over. And if we can't even master that, then what are we doing? So for you, start with the hard things, but trust that it's going to get easier over time. And you might as well do the hard things because it gets so easy over time that it takes no additional effort from whatever it is that you're doing now anyway. So choose one thing, stick with it, and start to change how you perceive yourself. Start to change your sense of empowerment, your sense of discipline and control over your own life. Before I wrap up this episode, I want to remind you that there are still a couple of mentoring spots left for the second half of 2023. Um, If you are someone who is driven to become more and to do more, but maybe you don't know what it is. Maybe you do know what you want to do, but you are feeling paralyzed with fear or imposter syndrome or doubt. Or maybe you know what it is that you want to do, but you just don't know how to get there. You need strategy. You need guidance. Then I can be the one on your journey to walk you through this path into the next chapter to realize your purpose and your potential. So apply in the link in the podcast show notes. Once again, no obligations. That application form is simply for us to start to get to know each other more and find out if I can provide you with what it is that you need to get to where you want to go. Okay, thank you once again for listening to the end of another episode. I appreciate you and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.